Welcome or welcome back to Free Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, on my Anchor contest line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Suspensions and Support, and ask me questions if I were confusing. On the Facebook machine tonight, it wasn't the Twitter machine that was uh, making me crazy. It was was the Facebook machine, Facebook groups. Two different people, two different people completely going off on first person that somebody went off on was uh, Patrick Wisdom and uh, with the Patrick Wisdom is terrible thing so I did what I usually do I did what I usually do I said so you're going to make a $500 contribution to Cubs care if he has an 80 RBI season crickets nothing not a darn thing. Then people started going off on Ethan Roberts. I was not watching the Cubs game. I was busy, busy, busy tracking the Cubs pipeline. So I didn't see Ethan Roberts stuff going on, what happened. Uh, had a bad night from what it sounds like. Um, wasn't too horribly costly. But I'll get to that in a minute. Um, Keegan Thompson out of the bullpen was fantastic. And I'm not sure how the uh, win slash win save is going to go. It could go win to uh, Ethan Roberts, save to Keegan Thompson, or it could be a win for Keegan Thompson and no save. Could be either way. You're probably hollering at your computer because... You already know the answer to that, but I don't because I'm doing this right after the game. Um, Suspensions. I really don't have a whole lot to say about Keegan Thompson getting suspended for throwing at Andrew McCutcheon. That's basically the rule. If a pitcher throws at a hitter or is ruled to have thrown at a hitter, then they're probably going to get suspended. And if it's a reliever, it's probably going to be three games. That's the way it goes. If a pitcher throws at a hitter, but the umpire doesn't rule it as such, he won't get suspended. If he does throw at a hitter, you know what I mean. If he throws at a hitter, but it's not called, he doesn't get suspended. If he does throw at a hitter and it doesn't get called, it, It's randomness. It's absolute randomness. It's the umpire trying to get inside the head of another human being. If I'm looking at you, can I tell if you're thinking, hmm, I'd sure like to buy a Lexus, or if if you're thinking, hmm. That lady in uh, accounting sure is kind of cute. Or are you thinking, you know, it's kind of been rainy a little bit, or windy. I can't tell by looking at you what you're thinking. I can't tell what you're thinking. 
just by looking at you. But umpires are required to do that. There you go. The suspension thing that I'm happy with is now that Keegan Thompson pitched three and a third out of the bullpen. He can uh, serve a suspension now. He wasn't going to pitch the next three games anyway. Have him serve a suspension now. Just stay home. Just stay home in the hotel. Uh, Do it. Um, he, He wouldn't be used in any fashion on Friday or Saturday. So it's basically a one-game suspension. So really, who gives a crap? Um, So yeah, that's the thing with suspensions and with support. There are two ways to look at the term fan. I am a fan of whatever. Fan of Nine Inch Nails. I'm a fan of, oh, representative democracy government. I'm a fan of skyscrapers. I'm a fan of baked potatoes. There's a number of different ways you can look at it, but the way I look at it, there's two ways that I deal with fandom. One, You're just gaga over something. You're just absolutely gaga over something. And you have to download all the pictures of whoever the popular person is these days. Or you have to have all the records of that group that you're totally into. Or there's another way to look at fandom. And this is what I'm trying to do with people on social media. If they say... I am a fan of the Cubs. Okay, fine, cool. I am a fan of the Cubs, and I am going to go off on Ethan Roberts because he had a marginally poor outing today. Okay. Okay. My definition of fan is getting further and further and further away from fanatic, which is from whence it came. And it's getting a whole lot closer to supporter. If you are a supporter of Ethan Roberts, why are you talking smack about him? If I am a supporter of you, I will stand up and defend you at every given opportunity. If I think you are a prick and you ought to be savagely beaten, each time you do something stupid, then once you do something stupid, you might want to run the other way. See how that works? If you are a fanatic, if you are crazy gaga over a team, fine, great, wonderful, excellent. But if you are a supporter of them, pick and choose your times to go off on somebody. Pick and choose your times to go off on somebody. I really like those when uh, people say, this guy's terrible, da-da-da, whatever, whether it's a tweet, whether it's on Facebook, and they use bad grammar. Oh, I love that. Oh, oh, okay. They're not perfect tonight, so you can go off on them, but you have crappy grammar, 
crappy punctuation and you have no problem with it. Maybe you should make sure you have your punctuation down before you go off on somebody for making a mistake in a competitive environment. Cubs pipeline. Um, Iowa hit three home runs tonight to get out to a three to nothing, then four to two lead. It was tied at four to the middle of the seventh. Iowa parlayed a single, a sacrifice, two walks, a wild pitch, and a sacrifice fly into a 6-4 to four lead. And Yuris Rosario and Ben Leeper, who usually have been very good, struggled tonight. And Leeper ended up getting the loss as Iowa pitchers combined for four wild pitches in the ninth innings. Final score, 8-6, to six, Toledo over Iowa. Tennessee lost 6-2, to two, but Nelson Velazquez hit a home run that hasn't landed yet. So that's kind of cool. Uh, South Bend had a doubleheader. Jordan Wicks and Max Bain went almost the entire way in the first game. Only needed one out from, oh my goodness, who was it? I'm not remembering who it was. <sighs> in the bottom of the seventh in game one, and South Bend won that one seven to two. Lost the second game six to two, as Chris Clark had his second straight struggle bus start. Myrtle Beach was down two to nothing early, one to nothing after the first hitter of the game, two to nothing uh, in after five in the sixth. Liam Spence singled in two runs, no, or doubled in two runs. I think he doubled in two runs to make it two to two, and it went to the ninth, two to two. Went to the bottom of the ninth, two to two. Pete Crow Armstrong singled. Spence bunted him to second on an 0-2 pitch even. Then two walks and a strikeout led to a single by Ethan Hearn. And Myrtle Beach won the game 3-2. One thing to keep in mind, not because it's important... But just keep it in mind because it's something to keep in mind. Reggie Preciado is one for 21 on the season with 14 strikeouts. And surprise, surprise, surprise. There are people who are already questioning on Twitter. Should he get sent back down to extended spring training? Hmm. Probably not. Because if it was decided, send him to full season ball, then that's probably where he should be playing. And as I usually say with a player, 
regardless whether he's doing well or doing poorly, give him six weeks. Give him six weeks. You might want to give him a day off sometime, you know, let, let him catch his breath. Uh, but no, he should still be playing. He's, he's already shown he can beat up on Arizona compound league pitching. That's not the question. Send him out against uh, extended spring training squads. That's not going to prove a damn thing. It's not going to prove anything. Preciado needs to play at the full season level. And if that means that, oh my goodness, Myrtle Beach lost two games during the season that they shouldn't have because Reggie Preciado struggled early. Doesn't really matter. The joy of the minor leagues is you're trying to develop players. Trying to develop players. Today, the Cubs pipeline went two and three. It's not a case of where is my bottle of sleeping pills? I'm going to have to eat the, uh, swallow all of them because the Cubs pipeline lost three games. No. You play games. You assess. Is there any information that is different now than the information was two days ago or two weeks ago? Is somebody now injured? Is there a logical reason to make a specific transaction? Is, the, is there a player who possibly might belong a level higher? If there is a player who belongs a level higher, what would be necessary to get them to that next level? Is it possible, for instance, that Nelson Maldonado belongs in AAA? I've heard that said. Don't necessarily disagree with it, but with Iowa, the goal is Brennan Davis plays every day, Greg Dykeman plays every day, or pretty much every day, uh, Narciso Crook plays pretty much every day, Donnie DeWeese, and a couple other guys fit in here and there, Zach Davis fit in here and there. If there's not room for a player who really ought to be starting five or six games a week to be getting his five or six starts a week at the next level up, you don't promote him. What you try to do then is figure out a way of, okay, how can we make transactions? How can we do things? How can we trade quality for at least dimes on the dollar? Dimes on the dollar to create an extra roster spot to make sure that there is a logical sense in promoting this guy or that guy. Someone today was saying the Cubs ought to send down. Who was it they wanted to send down? Who was it they wanted to send down? I think it's either Schwindel or Wisdom. I think it was Schwindel or Wisdom. And I said, okay. If you're going to send him down, he also said, bring up one of the minor league players who deserves the look. So, okay, if you're going to do that, 40-man roster is full. If you're sending down, let's say it was Wisdom. If you're sending down Patrick Wisdom, 
and you're calling up someone to the major leagues that's not presently on the 40-man roster, which sounds like it's what you're talking about, then who are you designating for assignment? After all, if you're going to play Mr. Junior Executive, and I'm completely good with somebody deciding they want to try to play Mr. Uh, Baseball Junior Executive. I'm completely good with it. Completely good with it. However, if you're going to do that, play it. Play it to the full. Play it to the full. Know exactly who you're calling up and why. Go on record and take full credit for being right and full punishment for being wrong based on your decision. If you want to play junior executive, go the heck right ahead and do it. Now, if you want to say, I'm just being a petulant little putz and everybody should disregard me all the time, which is probably what most uh, Facebook and Twitter comments should probably include as a disclaimer. This guy's a little piece. Please disregard him. Um, then, yeah, if you want to put the disclaimer in there, go ahead. But uh, if you're saying the Cubs ought to do this, the Cubs ought to trade that, the Cubs ought to do this other thing, play it out fully. Play it out fully. Explain it entirely. And if you're incorporating me into the discussion, I'm going to push you. And you're either going to have to respond or be conspicuous by your silence. If you're going to be a fan of the Cubs, that's great. Be a supporter of the Cubs. Otherwise, if one of your friends happens to like take you outside and uh, lock you in the car and handcuff you inside the trunk and leave you outside in bitter cold weather for seven or eight months because you were being disrespectful, uh, I don't see why that would be a bad thing of them to do. If you are going to be supportive of a team, be supportive of a team. If you're supportive of a team and somebody is having a rough week, let them go. Don't worry about it. Dial it back. You don't have to editorialize on every single poorly run play any more than you want anyone else to criticize you, walk around stalking you. At your job. Ah, you screwed up, you idiot. Why did you do that? They ought to fire you. They ought to fire you six months ago. No, you, you don't want anybody doing that at your job, do you? You don't want anybody doing that at your job, do you? Don't do it at anybody else's job to them. Somebody has a rough game, and you're a supporter of that team, be supportive. If you're not supportive of that team, then don't say you're a fan. It's real easy. Thanks for stopping by.